Hello, and welcome back to the Life in the Desert podcast. I'm Kelly, the host. Episode 32 is here, and I'm excited to share this interview with you. Guest Mallory Musante is the owner of a marketing strategist business and a co-founder of Bright Beta Co. So if you're a small business owner, one who likes to plan or travel, this episode is for you. Listen to hear how Mallory makes it all happen. All right. Well, welcome, Mallory, to the Life in the Desert podcast. I'm thrilled to have you as a guest. Thank you so much for having me. So, Mallory, over the, I feel like I've been following you for a while. I know that sounds kind of sketchy, you know, Uh, but (laughs) on social media and, um, it's been great to see how your business has grown and then it's also helped me with my small business. So I just thought you'd be a perfect fit for other people to learn more about you and what you do. Amazing. I love that. So, um, why don't we find out a little bit more about you kind of just your career path and how you have ended up where you are today? Well, it's been (laughs) a long journey. Um, So I actually kind of fell into entrepreneurship. I never really thought I would be, you know, an entrepreneur at all. But it was about halfway through my sophomore year of college. I had joined, which is hilarious since I didn't actually think I was going to be an entrepreneur, but I had friends that were in this club, so I joined it, but it was the Collegiate Entrepreneurs Organization, and they had an annual conference for all of the chapters in the country that wanted to go in Chicago, so I went, and I ended up going to a session with someone that actually hand-painted Air Force Ones, like Nike Air Force Ones. And I was like, well, that's super cool. So I was like, I wonder if anyone does this for women, because I've always been kind of artistic. So this like really piqued my interest. And I realized, you know, there are some people that do it, but they're not my style at all. So I decided, what the heck, I'll buy the kit that he sells and, you know, kind of see where this goes. And That was how my first business was started. Fast forward, it was great. I learned so much, but that's a very time consuming piece, like, you know, actually hand painting shoes. So I wasn't making much money doing it and definitely wasn't able to sustain myself after graduating um, from college. So I kind of got a little bit burnt out on that and moved into, I closed that business down and moved into being more of just an online retailer for women's accessories. So I was just, you know, going out, purchasing items and selling them in my online store. While I was doing that, I had a part-time, well, part-time that turned into a full-time job um, doing social media for a PR agency. So my background's actually in marketing. That's what I went to school for. Um, but I was doing this, you know, to, to make money so I could, you know, live. And <laughs> um, it became pretty obvious that layoffs were coming. So I was trying to figure out what my next step was and my business or my coworker at the time, her and I both were trying to figure out what to do. And we were kind of like, you know what, we could probably just do this ourselves. So we actually ended up um, starting our own company, doing social media, and then we expanded into web design and branding 
and things like that, um, which was amazing. That was my dip into full-time entrepreneurship. So that business allowed me to go full-time, um, which I was kind of shoved into that because I did end up getting laid off without anything um, else lined up. So I always joke that like, as much as people think I'm a risk taker, there's certain things that I just kind of was like shoved into. <laughs> and uh, that's just kind of how it happened, um, which, you know, it was, it worked out well. Um, fast forward to that. I wasn't really intentional with how I was building that business and what I kind of wanted. So I just kind of in my, the back of my mind, I was like, okay, cool. Once we hit a certain like income level, then I can stop hustling so much and pull back and have the like more freedom that I've always wanted as an entrepreneur. And that wasn't happening. And I just, you know, (laughs) it's in the middle of the pandemic. I had already been feeling this way for a long time. And then just like the pandemic just made it so much worse for me. I was completely overwhelmed and I just was no longer fulfilled by what I was doing. So I told my business partner that I thought it was time for me to step away um, and move along. So we ended up actually dissolving that company, went our separate ways. And then in 2021, I was kind of floundering around a little bit, trying to figure out what the heck I want to do with my life. Um, So I ended up taking, I was doing some coaching and things like that, um, but I ended up taking most of that time just really kind of figuring out like, what do I want? How do I want my life to look? How do I structure everything to fit that? And I kind of dipped my toes back into marketing and then things just really clicked into place for me. I was really enjoying it again. And I've now like kind of found my own little niche, I guess you can say, um, with what I'm doing now. Oh, I also forgot Bold and Pop or not Bold and Pop. That was my um, other company, Bright Beta. I have that too. Yes. <laughs> there's, there's too many things to keep track of. <laughs> No, I, um, because I think I found, had initially found you, but, um, I think it is amazing that you like the route that you've taken. It might not be the most direct route, but it's really (laughs) nice that like through all those experiences, you are now, I feel in a really good place. Um, you know, I feel like you can tell from like your Instagram and everything like that. You just seem like you're really happy with where you're at and what you're doing. I love that you say you can tell that because that's exactly how I feel. I actually had a friend text me the other day, um, one of my best friends. We actually went to high school together and college together. And um, he's kind of like my confidant that I like go to for things and everything. And so he knows like all my ups and downs and knows how difficult the last couple of years have been for me. And he texted me and was like, you know, unrelated question, but then was like, how's everything going? And I was like, you know what? Life feels really good right now. And it felt so good to say that. I bet. And, you know, I feel like for a lot of entrepreneurs during the pandemic, um, you know, whether you have people had a nest egg or not, it's a scary time with all the unknowns. Mm -hmm. And I think it's great, though, that it gave you an opportunity to really find yourself, you know, business wise, and you're helping so many people. Yeah, it was, it was interesting, because it, 
looking back now, I'm like, it had been brewing for so long. And I'm sure this is probably how a lot of people feel, whether it was, you know, business owners or they decided to quit their jobs or, you know, relationship, friendships, all of that. I feel like the pandemic really put a spotlight on areas that we want to maybe take more control of or, you know, just improve upon. Right. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a wild time, but I just kind of got to this point where I was like, you know what, I'm going to explode if I like, obviously not actually explode, but that's how I felt. (laughs) If I don't, you know, take the necessary steps to, to really take care of myself and do what feels right to me. That is awesome. And that's good that you listen to yourself, you know, and it's all working out. Yeah. Well, I haven't always listened to myself. So that is a big focus that I put on um, now. So, well, that's great. So um, now that we know like how you have gotten to this point, Mm -hmm. um, not everyone may know what like a marketing strategist, you know, a business consultant is and what you're really specializing in. So can you describe you know, your business a little bit for us and tell us about the services that you offer to your clients. Yeah, of course. So different um, business consultants and marketing strategists and things like that, they all probably focus a little bit on different things, just like, you know, a, a business coach would. But my focus is really on helping small business owners in particular build out um, a strategy for themselves. So a lot of small business owners, you know, they're not marketers. So their focus is on, you know, maybe the day-to-day or whatever their, you know, principal activity is for their business. So marketing isn't necessarily, for some it comes naturally, but some it doesn't. And, you know, even if it comes naturally, sometimes you're missing pieces to it. So What I've found is that a lot of business owners actually haven't really done the necessary market research to understand um, where they fit within their competitors in the overall market, how to differentiate themselves or anything like that. So that's actually the biggest part of what I do is I give them that background information and I actually use that information to help form their strategy based off of their actual business, their actual target market. I'll help them develop their target market if needed as well. Um, So they know that their marketing is actually, they're putting their efforts where it matters most. So I know a lot of business owners, I hear this time and time again, is that they feel like they're throwing good money after bad, or they put the cart before the horse, things like that when it comes to their business. And my goal is to really make sure that they have a solid strategy based off of their specific business and industry so they can then move forward with confidence. That is awesome. And I think, you know, you really have identified the areas that small business owners really need help because a lot of times, you know, they're doing it all or they have a really small team. Exactly. And it's just hard to be an expert in everything. (laughs) Yeah. We wear a lot of hats. So I want to, you know, take one of the hats off for you or at least give you the resources so you can still wear that hat and be really successful at it. 
until you can outsource it. That is awesome. Um, what is, I mean, do you find with some of your clients that there's like one area that they struggle with the most or it just could be really different depending on the client? It really depends on the client. I really uncover a lot of different things um, where I actually was joking with one of my friends how I need to like do some sort of like comparison chart um, because (laughs) every client, it's so specific to them and their industry and their particular target audience, um, how things end up kind of pulling together. The thing that most people think that they struggle with the most is social media, just because that's the most common marketing avenue that we use as small business owners. It's a, they're free platforms you know, it's easy to do yourself whether or not you're using the strategies, um, you know, to the most effective way. Um, that's usually where most people think that they're struggling. Um, and then I come in and I'm like, actually, we should focus on X, Y, and Z instead. <laughs> and maybe that's a relief to some. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> that is great. So, Um, and I really, you know, for everyone listening, I highly suggest you following Mallory on Instagram because she's giving free advice all the time (laughs) for your small business. So it's wonderful. Yes. I love to share as much as possible. So, and it's just so nice because then you can implement things, you know? Yeah. That's like, that's really my goal with social media is like, I want to give you guys quick tips that you can implement, you know, in like 15 minutes, hopefully for some of the things and you can get a win no matter what, whether you hire me later or not, I want you guys to win. (laughs) And that is awesome. Definitely awesome. So besides, um, that amazing business that you have going on, you also have created, which I love, um, the wildly fucking abundant affirmation deck. And can you tell us about this? Yes, of course. So that came to fruition while I was kind of floundering around in 2021. (laughs) I had my, one of my good friends had bought me an affirmation deck several years prior. And I loved kind of pulling a card every morning just to like start my day off on the right foot. And then I actually started sharing it on social media with people and um, would do put like two cards face down, do like a poll on stories. People can choose which one they want. And then the next story would be them flipped over so they can see what their card was. Um, And when I was doing this, every time I shared it, people were like, oh my gosh, where did you get these? I love them so much. So of course, you know, me with an entrepreneurial mind, like I need to make these myself. Um, And of course, I also didn't want to just recreate what's already out there. I swear like a sailor all the time. So I was like, okay, you know, would this be crazy to add swears into it? (laughs) Um, and my consensus was, no, it wouldn't be, I would love that. And I paired it. I actually drew all the illustrations in it. My friend helped me digitize them. Um, so like I hand drew everything. And so it's like really like me in a deck of cars, I feel like. (laughs) 
That is so great. But I do love how you still, even though I own a deck, I still think it's fun that you will still put on your stories. You know, you still have it and then you can still choose. And Mm -hmm. it is fun. It is like a nice way to like start your day. Right. It's so funny because I actually had one of my um, customers is like, do you care if I do that on like my stories too? And I was like, I did not invent this, like do it, like go ahead. And then she did it. And I was like, wow, I get why everyone likes this. This is like fun to be on the other side and get to pick your card. Yes, definitely. No, it is cool. And it's just kind of like, it's like a good reminder to like start your day. And then you're like, okay, I've got this. Yes, <laughs> definitely. It's always funny. I feel like Every time I'm like, okay, like I am focused on, you know, this particular thing and I pull a card. It's like, okay, but like, how did it know? That's what I needed to see. <laughs> I know. That is crazy. And I'll make sure to put a link um, to those cards in the show notes. Awesome. Thank you. So then besides all of that, you also, um, like you previously mentioned, are the co-founder of the Bright Beta Company. Mm-hmm. So that's fabulous and tell us about the product that you guys have so bright beta co is kind of the brainchild of myself and my business partner amber shares more formally known from her work at subpar parks if anyone is familiar with that um, so we actually, because she's a business owner too, and I am, we every year for like the past however many years until we started Bright Beta, we would consult what planner did you get this year? What planner did you get this year? And then we'd both be like, we hate our planners. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we were like, you know, we should just like make our own. And so we basically like we started like an Instagram account that was just kind of like we both love the outdoors. We do a lot of like her and I go on backpacking trips like we do like now an annual like road trip. Um, So we just love the outdoors. So we basically started it or Instagram account just like sharing our love for the outdoors and things like that. And (laughs) while we were kind of working towards building out this planner and you know it's it's focus you know it has a lot of outdoor themed pieces but it really works for anyone like it's very focused on goal setting and achieving but in an intentional way where you're doing it to make sure you're not just hitting a goal just because like you're doing it because you have a reason to and you're working towards it you know like (laughs) I was joking like you know, I was so focused before on like, once I hit this revenue number, then I can, you know, calm down and have more freedom. And that didn't work because I wasn't intentional about that. I didn't pair them together in a goal. So that's like really a big piece of our planners, making sure that you're having a little bit more balance in your life. You know, and this is the first year that I have owned one and I have really enjoyed it. And some of my favorite components to it would have to be the adventure bucket list, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no space for that. Also, the the, cor- the quarterly goal section, I really like because then you're revisiting. You know what yes. I mean? Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that. And I'm, I have just read the um, 12-week year. So I feel like that all kind of comes together. I don't know. Awesome. Um, and then also another thing I really like is um, your self-care Sunday reminder. 
And a few that um, I've really liked so far this year, um, one was, you know, put your phone on, do not disturb for 20 minutes a day this week, or, you know, pamper yourself a little bit this week to start your, you know, year right. So I just feel like there's something so simple, but it's powerful and they're always like right on. Yeah. Yeah. We are. It's funny when we're choosing the self-care things, we're always like, okay, we don't want it to just be like, obviously we want them to be easy self-care things, but some of them are definitely like, you know, you know, you might be a little resistant to putting your phone on do not disturb or, you know, but it's good for you. And we all know that it's good for us (laughs) (laughs) and we all need the reminder too. (laughs) including uh, ourselves. <laughs> yes. And I, I think some of them, you know, it's just like, oh yes, thanks. You're right. Like mm-hmm. should be doing that more often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like when you're on like Instagram and you like see a graphic and it's like, to go drink some water. And I'm like, oh yeah, I like actually, yeah, I, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah. Well, that planner is awesome. And, um, the colors too that it's available in are really nice. Thank you. We just got a bunch of new color samples from a manufacturer and we're kind of dying over them. We're going to probably let people vote on what the next color will be. Um, but oh, they're so good. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is really cool. Well, that is so fun that you guys have developed that planner together though. Yeah, it's been amazing you know we we have very I mean we're pretty similar people um in you know that we literally send each other the exact same like gif at the exact same time and you know silly things like that but we have very different skills so obviously Amber is like great at graphic design that's like her background illustrations all of that so she really like and you know she has this company that she's already built that she, you know, has suppliers and everything. So she's really great with that stuff. And then obviously I, you know, take a little bit more of like the marketing role and things like that. So it's worked out really nicely where we just kind of like will riff off of each other and kind of, I think that's why we came up with such an amazing product is because both of our brains work just a little differently where we were like, no, do we need this? Let's take this out or let's move this around. And and it worked really nicely. You know, and I'm also impressed that you both have time for that too. <laughs> you both seem busy, you know, and have big other projects going on. So I think that's really neat though. It's obviously sounds like it's something you both really enjoy working on together. Yeah. We actually joke that it's like our fun little, like this downplays the success of it. Like, a lot um but we joke that it's like our side hustle um and it funds it funds our adventures which like sounds silly because it's it's its own whole business on top of the other businesses that we have um but that's like I think that's like the mindset we go into it of like cool like we have this great product we know we have this great product and we have amazing customers like I can't even tell you our customers are so awesome so and they just are like shouting from the rooftops doing marketing like for us (laughs) that's even better (laughs) yeah it's amazing um so we're very thankful for them but um it's kind of taken a little bit of the pressure 
to make it its whole thing. And, you know, we kind of know our roles within the business and everything, and we'll get together to discuss stuff um, when we need to, or if I'm, you know, swamped with work, I'll be like, Hey, I can't fulfill orders. Like, do you mind doing it type of a thing? So it's worked out, you know, really nicely. I'm surprised I don't feel more crazy having all of it, but (laughs) (laughs) I think we've been uh, good about building it in an intentional way. So. Well, that is so great. And so leading into um, another topic that you had touched on earlier, having that work-life balance um, and being intentional about that, how, um, you know, I know you guys have like gone on a long road trip together and things like that. How are you making that all happen? Um, so, as I mentioned before, I used to be really bad at this. Like I wouldn't, I mean, I've been my own boss for, I've been full-time self-employed for gosh, six, over six years now. And it hasn't been until the last like year um, that I have felt like, oh yeah, I can run to the grocery store in the middle of the day, which is so silly because I could have done it before. I just wasn't in the mindset of it. So I really had to kind of retrain my brain from going from like more of that, I would say corporate mindset, um, corporate as in, you know, a traditional nine to five, um, where I'm like, no, I don't have to work these really traditional hours. So last year was really focused on doing a lot of that. So Amber and I actually, she came up with the idea and then I was like, this is genius. I'm going to steal this. So one of our goals was to do one activity a week during business hours that was not business related. So some sort of like self-care activity. It didn't even have to necessarily be self-care. So it was maybe walking my dog in the middle of the day or running an errand, like things like that, that I always just was like, I'd rather do that. I'm a weirdo. And I like, do not want to leave my house once it's dark. So <laughs> like, I don't want to do things after work. No, thank you. Um, so, um, so that was like a really big one. It was just kind of like retraining my brain. And then once I really started, you know, stepping back into marketing and having a lot more clients and bringing that on, each client that I talk to, whether they're, you know, ready to sign with me or just like a prospective client, I evaluate like, okay, am I able to take them on right now? How does my workload feel? Like if I'm, if I'm overwhelmed, like, can I push it back a little bit to like clear some space for myself? And then I'm like asking myself, do I like my current workload compared to my income? Um, so obviously, you know, for me personally, like my income goal is pretty big this year. So I'm constantly asking myself that as I'm growing into this, you know, bigger income than what I was bringing in last year. Um, so I'm consciously really making sure I'm doing that, which for, you know, business owners is, I think, probably really helpful if you're not a business owner. Obviously, you're kind of just at the mercy of the pay you're getting from your employer. 
Um, but if you are working from home, like hopefully you have a little bit of flexibility. I know not everyone has that. But yeah, I think those were probably two of the biggest things that I focused on. That's really good to hear because I could see that being really hard when people are used to a more rigid schedule, right? I mean, just like a mm-hmm. more traditional schedule and then, um, you know, trying, yeah, making it be like, okay, this is okay that I <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. If you go hiking or if you, you know, mm-hmm. you're making it all work. So I think that is just really awesome. And I know you um, had taken like a month long road trip and I'm like, gosh, that's so neat that you were able to do that. Did you, um, did you guys know for a long time that you guys wanted to do that or was a lot of planning involved to make that happen? Yeah. So that had been gosh we had probably been talking about doing it for a year or so and then I (laughs) I kind of realized like the way that Bold and Pop is structured it's like that puts an unnecessary burden on my business partner in Bold and Pop which is the company that I had um, dissolved at the, during the pandemic. Um, so that puts, you know, an unnecessary burden on her. And, you know, we had moved into that business from, you know, a work, a traditional work environment where we were working nine to five 30. So we just kept those hours. So we unintentionally structured the business the way our employer who we didn't necessarily love working for, um, had structured it and which is so silly to look back on like we could have totally just been like we can do whatever we want <laughs> <laughs> obviously you know having that structure is also nice but there came a point for me personally where I was like I don't this is not what I want personally um, so yeah so we had been talking about taking doing some sort of sabbatical for a really long time we called it a sabbatical um, And then once I was like, okay, like I definitely think I'm stepping away from Bold and Pop. Amber was like, all right, let's do this, like to celebrate. (laughs) So I was like, okay, sure. Um, So at that time, it's going to be really interesting because we're doing it again this year. And my client roster is much larger this year. So I'm trying to figure out how I want to juggle that. Last year, I didn't really have clients that I was managing on a regular basis during that time frame. I stepped into back into marketing after that. Um, so luckily, I didn't have to really worry about that. But the biggest part of planning that for myself was financially. You know, we, <laughs> we were roughing it. We built a bed in the back of Amber's car. We were literally living out of her car, just staying in Airbnbs or hotels here and there, obviously, to get a shower <laughs> and, and stuff. So we were totally disgusting. Um, we had a shower on the car, too, so we could shower. Um, but, you know, nothing beats like a real shower. Um, so, you know, it wasn't a super expensive trip or anything, but I kind of was just like, okay, like I have, you know, a mortgage to pay for my car payment, like all these things. So I ended up deciding to alleviate that stress from myself 
that I was going to Airbnb my house while I was gone. So (laughs) my wonderful parents, who I love dearly, came down to my house. And basically, I I needed somebody to watch my dog, too, because that would have cost way too much money to have somebody else. And I just don't trust anyone with her. And really, my parents are obsessed with her, so they wouldn't let anyone else watch her either. So they came down, my mom helped me clean the house, get everything ready, move all of like my personal things. I just like locked my um, my bedroom so they couldn't have access to that piece. So it worked really well. It covered pretty much most of my household expenses. Um, well, actually it did cover all my household expenses, most of just like my general like expenses. So that really alleviated so much financial pressure because I knew myself and I knew I'd be kind of distracted and I didn't want to be that friend on the trip. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so this year my plan is obviously I'm going to communicate with all of my clients and I'm likely going to give them the option of pausing for a month or I'm um, going to bring on a temporary freelancer to help with some of the more, I I manage a couple social media accounts and things like that. So I probably wouldn't have them be doing strategy stuff because most people, you know, want to work with me specifically in that area. Um, So yeah, that's my plan for, for now. Um, And I'll probably Airbnb my house again, just because it was kind of, I don't know, nice to make a little extra money too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I think that's a really smart idea. And especially like now that you've done it once, mm-hmm. I'm sure then like this time around, you're like, okay, I know what to expect. Um, you know, and I think that's great. Good for you. I, I yeah, like, I was, you know, I was I a nervous wreck. wreck the first time <laughs> I like told my next door neighbors who are the sweetest, like older couple who like kind of adopted me. I was like, you guys, like I'm traveling, but I'm, I'm going to have people staying here. So like, just if you see like, you know, a bunch of random people, (laughs) she was like, when I got back, she was like, don't worry. We kept an eye on everything. Oh, that's so nice. (laughs) I know. I was like, you guys are seriously the sweetest. (laughs) That's awesome though. Well, I wish you the best of luck. And have you guys figured out, um, some of the places you're going to go this year? Yeah. So, you know, we just, we, we love the desert. Okay. Yay. <laughs> so we go back there every year. So we're actually going back. Um, right now we have some, uh, some plans to backpack in Grand Canyon. And then we're going to do like Kanab page area over to St. George. Gosh, where else are we going? We're going to a lot of different places, but mostly Northern Arizona, Southern Utah. Oh, well, that is awesome. I hope you guys really have the best time out here. (laughs) I'm sure we will. We both, every time we're out there, we're like, do we have to go back? Can we just stay out here? Oh, that is so great. Well, that will be so fun for you guys. Yes. So now what I would love to do is ask you um, some random questions so we can just find out a little bit more about you. Are you up for it? I am. Okay. It'll be painless, I promise. (laughs) Okay. 
All right. So what is something you wish you would have known prior to setting out on that month long road trip? Oh my gosh. Something I wish I had known. Oh my, this is hard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm like, what? What did I not know? Maybe how much you love showers. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do get kind of grumpy when I don't have like a decent shower. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Yeah, I I don't know if there's anything in particular I wish I had known. Well, no, but that's, I mean, but our, I'm sure you got so much out of the trip and I know I'm such a big fan of a road trip because I feel like it's such a great way to see our country. You know what I mean? You just get to see it all that way. Yes, definitely. Yeah. We, we're also, well, Amber more than me. So I, in case she listens to this, I don't want her to think I'm taking any credit because she is like a planner. (laughs) So, So she plans for like, everything and researches all the things so I feel like we very rarely have anything like come up that we're not prepared for oh well then you're traveling with the right person right (laughs) I actually was joking I was like just everyone needs to get an amber because she like literally plans all the things and then I just like put my two cents in here (laughs) I'm like in charge of like safety gear (laughs) which is hilarious it's like such a my my dad's role in life so I'm just turning into him (laughs) (laughs) not a bad thing I'm sure (laughs) all right what's the best part about living on the east coast best part about living on the east coast I want to say this like isn't really an east coast thing but I feel like we have really good falls here and fall is my favorite season. So that's, but I've never actually lived on the West Coast. So that well, might be a very biased opinion. <laughs> no, I mean, I know, like, I've lived um, on the West Coast most of my life, um, did a little time in Chicago, but I know fall is fun and it's so neat that other places have seasons. Unlike Arizona, you know, it's either hot or it's normal you know I I will say that I am dying to come out there we did a trip in October and we only saw a few aspens turning but I would love to see that more oh yeah that is absolutely stunning yeah so you'll have to come back out (laughs) yes (laughs) and then my opinion might change (laughs) all right so tell us the favorite part of your day favorite part of my day is Probably, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll probably see this. But when I, before I start working, it's usually like when I get home from the gym and I'm like, you know, getting ready for the day, taking my dog outside, everything. But I'll make my coffee and then I just come and sit on the couch and just kind of like chill before I open my laptop. And my dog has now decided that that's like her part of the day too. But she comes and actually, like, positions herself on top of my lap to get belly rubs. Oh, well, that's good. And it's like she's right in my face. It's very adorable. And it's probably (laughs) my favorite part of my day. Oh, well, that's good. That's very good. (laughs) 
And what is your favorite national park? Oh, God, this is a hard one. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably a tie between Grand Canyon, Zion, and Bryce. But for all three, it's usually when I'm more in the back country. So, like, not as many people (laughs) Well, very nice choices. I um, I have to agree with you. The Grand Canyon and Zion are amazing. I've not yet been to Bryce, but it's on my list. Oh, it's so pretty. <laughs> I'm dying to see Bryce in the winter with snow on it, too. Yes, that's really when I want to go to, like, southern Utah. Yeah. I have been in the winter, you know, so I'm like, oh, I got to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. What is a book you recommend to everyone reading? So... I'm just wondering if this was going to be one of your questions. I am actually not much of a reader, so I don't have a book to recommend. But that's that's fine. Or is there like anything like a maybe a person to follow on Instagram, or or um, maybe there's something or a podcast or something like that that maybe you get something out of too. Yeah. So podcast is probably my best bet. Um. And who I like right now a lot, which is also biased because I was on her podcast, but um, the ambitious um, introvert. So it's, it's all focused on people that are introverts and like how to build your business in a way that like actually feels really good to you um, and not overwhelming, you know, for us people that are introverts or highly sensitive, it can be a lot. So she has amazing guests with a lot of really cool insight. Oh, that sounds great. I'll have to check it out. All right. And your last question, what is something that you are looking forward to in 2022? Mm, our road trip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> yep. Our next road trip is probably at the top of my list. <laughs> I know travel always seems to be at the top of my list too, right? Yes. yes. (laughs) Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to share more about you and your businesses and your adventures. And I um, just want to thank you for your time and everyone go follow Mallory and um, I think you'll really benefit from it. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening to the Life in the Desert podcast. Remember to check out the show notes at www.lifeinthedesert.net forward slash podcast for all of the details and links mentioned in this episode. Check back soon for another episode from the desert.